This week, I rotated shifts after being on nights for seven weeks. This is the first time my group has been required to do more than a four-week rotation. So maybe that's why I had such a difficult time sleeping. Monday through Thursday, I didn't get but four hours of sleep per night. However, my lack of sleep opened my eyes to one thing. I'm John Potts, and this is Pottscast. All week long, I struggled to even feel like myself. Between the lack of sleep and a whole new work schedule, I was a shell of myself. I could barely function until lunchtime when I was able to catch a quick nap at work. Then I had to work through the cobwebs of a nap hangover for the remainder of the day. Only to come home and get in bed at a decent hour just to stare at the ceiling for hours. Then I would start doing that thing where you look at the clock only to calculate how long you can sleep if you were to fall asleep right now. You do everything you can to relax, but the fact that you can't fall asleep to save your life is stressing you out so much, you just get more and more awake. The funny thing about problems is they do one of two things. They draw your focus inward to only see yourself, your problems, and your pain, or they allow you to realize that everyone is dealing with something. I once heard a pastor say that people are in the midst of a struggle, about to enter one, or they've just come out of one. With each passing day, I find that to be completely true. One popular social media post I've seen states that we are all facing a battle no one knows about. My manager works a split shift in the middle of the week so he can get some face time in with the team members on the back shift. Without chasing rabbits, I'll just say we've had our times over the years where we've butted heads over different issues. Regardless, my objective is to maintain my composure with him and my current employment status as well. One night in particular when he was working a split shift, I'd been on nights for weeks, and the frustration with the lack of communication we were dealing with was starting to wear on me. I spent a lot of time complaining to my coworker about that very issue. To compound the frustration, I'd received several long replies to an email I'd sent out, and they didn't set well with me. So I simply responded by typing, okay. When I came into the office that night, my manager was there, And almost immediately, he said, I saw your reply, and I totally get it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't immediately go to my reply of, okay, I definitely had some longer-winded emails that he may have been able to glean some underlying sarcasm from. Over the next couple of minutes, it occurred to me that he was referring to my okay reply. He told me when several people fire off paragraphs at you in an email, and your only response is okay, then the underlying message finishes like, Okay, I get it, let's move on, now get off my back. I told him he was right. I opened up to him about the level of frustration we were dealing with. He told me to remember how hectic it is on day shift and how everyone is always requiring more information, more details about machine breakdowns and incidents. This is a difficult thing about my manager. Most days I'm irritated with him and disagree with him. However, he has these moments where he's genuine and not attempting to put me in my place. That night in the office was one of those moments. He encouraged my coworker and myself, told us we were doing well, and he appreciated all we do. The words were few, but the message was clear. As we began to walk out the door, I called his name and he turned around. My coworker later shared that she thought I was going to tear into our manager with a verbal assault. When he stopped and I turned and told him thank you and that I appreciated him taking the time to talk to us, he told me he really needed that. Later in the shift, my assistant manager told us that earlier in that day, in a meeting, 
our manager got into a heated argument with some of his subordinates. Apparently things got really ugly and then it turned from attacks on his effectiveness as a manager to more personal blows. Knowing the parties involved had been friends for years, I could only imagine the level of hurt he was feeling. My assistant manager went on to tell us that he had spoke to our manager on his way out that night and our manager shared how he had talked to us and how he really needed my kind words. Prior to that night, I didn't realize how bad things had gone that day, and honestly, my manager had no clue how deeply rooted my frustration had become over the weeks. Years ago, I was watching an episode of The Andy Griffith Show, and Barney Fife was talking about people and their struggles. He said, you never know, they may have a hangnail. We would all do well to remember that, and to also remember, be better today. Until next time. <laughs>